This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Senate warned on market reforms. Better land reporting sought. And major cheesemaker embraces plant-based alternatives. NCBA set to debate reforms. The fate of a key cattle market reform proposal is at stake as the National Cattlemen's Beef Association kicks off their annual convention today in Houston. The American Farm Bureau Federation has already come out in opposition to the cash trading requirements in a bill sponsored by Senators Deb Fisher of Nebraska and Chuck Grassley of Iowa. If NCBA follows suit this week, the opposition of the two of the biggest ag policy players in Washington could leave the market reforms in serious jeopardy. By the way, the Senate Ag Committee's GOP staff asked a handful of land-grant economists to analyze the Fisher-Grassley legislation. Texas A&M's Agricultural and Food Policy Center is the latest to offer a stinging analysis. In a 10-page report, the authors say the bill's regional cash trade mandate would result in lower cattle prices and higher wholesale and retail beef prices. Negotiated trade mandates do provide additional price discovery and market transparency. More price discovery, however, does not mean that cattle prices would be higher, the study says. An earlier analysis suggested the bill would cost producers about $50 a head. Take note, the A&M study also says there would be little impact from the trading requirement on Grassley's home state of Iowa. Tougher foreign land reporting rules proposed. The House Rules Committee meets today to tee up floor debate on a sweeping U.S. competitiveness bill. The proposed amendments that the panel will consider for floor debate include one that would tighten USDA disclosure requirements for foreign land ownership. The amendment by Representative Mark Pocan of Wisconsin would require USDA to create an online database of foreign-owned land and update the records every 90 days. USDA's latest data, which goes back to 2020, shows foreign interest on 37.6 million acres, or 2.9% of the nation's total farm, ranch, and forest land. Another proposed amendment offered by Representative Abigail Spanberger, the Virginia Democrat, would require the administration to report back to Congress on foreign agriculture economic espionage in the U.S., including its impact on the U.S. economy and national security and emerging threats. Representative Angie Craig, the Minnesota Democrat, is proposing to require the administration to, quote, evaluate the stability of the agriculture and food system supply chain. So what's next? Well, the House will debate the American Competes Bill later this week. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. House Democrat pressures administration to fix ports. Foreign market demand for U.S. ag commodities is strong, but they won't be worth a hoot if the U.S. doesn't stop ocean carrier companies from refusing to haul U.S. dairy, citrus, tree nuts, wine, hay, and other commodities. That Representative John Garamendi, a California Democrat, saying yesterday at a trade event hosted in Washington by AgriPulse. The Biden administration is rushing to do what it can to clear up congestion at West Coast ports in order to help U.S. ag exporters. But none of those efforts will get to the core of the problem, said Garamendi. USDA announced yesterday that it will partially fund a new container yard at the Port of Oakland, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, another speaker at the event, said the project should be up and functional by early March. Garamendi downplayed the project's impact and stressed the importance of his legislation that would stop carriers from refusing to load Asian-bound U.S. ag exports. So what's next? Well, ag groups are awaiting release of the Senate version of the Garamendi bill. Big Cheese Embraces Plant-Based Alternative Leprino Foods Company, the largest dairy buyer and biggest mozzarella cheese producer in the U.S., is not afraid of plant-based cheese entering the market, says President and CEO Mike Durkin. Instead, the company's embracing it. We view it as an opportunity, said Durkin, who added that Leprino has already developed its own plant-based non-dairy cheese. Durkin says plant-based cheese doesn't pose a significant market threat to regular dairy cheese, but there is demand, and Leprino hopes to get its new product on the U.S. market over the next 12 months. USDA can review poultry line speed program judge says. A federal judge says USDA can revise its line speed waiver program for poultry facilities based on trials of a similar program at hog processing facilities. The judge did not rule on the merits of a union-led challenge to the program, but he ordered USDA to provide status reports around the end of April and at the end of June. USDA's reconsideration could moot this entire case by terminating the waivers or modifying them subject to labor management worker safety agreements, says U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly. The trials allow eligible swine slaughtering establishments to operate faster line speeds. 
but also require those establishments to implement worker safety measures agreed to by workers' representatives and measure the effect of the faster speed on workers, Kelly said in his order issued yesterday, remanding the matter to the department. By the numbers, $160 billion. That was the amount of U.S. ag exports, a record for the period during President Biden's first 11 months in office. That according to White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. While we're proud of this historic progress, we know that agriculture exports could have increased even more, but for pandemic-induced supply chain challenges, she said. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.